1: And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, Head Pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon.
0: Heavenly God, we thank you for this morning. Even as we come to hear your word, we ask that Lord you speak to us and you reveal yourself through your pages of your word to bless our life. Take over Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning, I'm doing a continuation of what I started with you. I told you the month of February. I have termed it as the month of love because God is love. Amen. Amen. Bible tells us in John 3, he says, that for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him, whosoever, He is not discriminating. He said whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. You can love without giving, but you cannot give without love so God who first loved us gave us to show that love is an action and not a passive thing so whenever you are talking of love you are talking about giving out something and you cannot give what you don't have you only can give what you have so when you talk of love in the context of relationship and marriage you cannot really love anyone if you cannot love yourself can I hear an amen in the house Sometimes it becomes erroneous for us to think that I love you, but I hate myself. So most people are not able to express genuine love in their relationships because naturally they themselves don't accept themselves. They they are working all right. They are working also. They are earning salary. They dress all right. They move about. But naturally they don't accept themselves. Until somebody tells them you look good, they don't believe they look good. Until somebody tells them you are this, they don't believe they are. And if you feel inferior about yourself, you don't have self-revelation of who you are, and you don't really accept who really you are, how will you be able to accept somebody in your life and appreciate that thing or that person? it becomes difficult. So that is the kind of challenge we have as far as relationship or love is concerned. So people tell you, I love you, but the truth is that they don't really love you. Because they don't really understand what they mean by I love you. Because the truth is that they themselves don't love themselves. Amen. God himself is love. It's it's a deposit of love. Are you understanding me? So, because it's love, he was able to give out love. Do you get it now? So he gave out love, and that love compared Christ who still went ahead to die for us. For greater love has no man than the one that will lay down his life for his brother. Let me let me let me show you something in scriptures quickly. Give me first Corinthians chapter 13 before I come to my main scripture, so that you will understand something. 1 Corinthians 13, from verse 1. Now, Paul is trying to explain to us the dynamics and the dimensions of the gifts, I mean, of the gifts of the Spirit, which he expounded in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. He gave us all the nine areas of the gifts of the Spirit for which we should benefit from. You group them into three parts. You have the revolutionary gifts, you have the um, prophetic gifts, and then you have the utterance gifts. But all goes into three parts. But after he has said all and spoken to us about the unification of the body of Christ, that using the body of man, the eye, the ear, the nose, and everything, of talking about the synchronization and the team effort and play in the house of the Lord for service and all those things, where we should esteem every part equally without discrimination. After he has said all and done and desiring that the Holy Spirit gives the gifts, as he wills and it is something that the church should be able to exhibit i mean speaking in tongues prophesying and healing miracles faith whatever after he has said all those things he brought us to first corinthians 13 to even let us understand better how these gifts the so-called gift of the spirit the charismata are you understanding of which you have charismatism should be displayed or should be put into effect and you'll be shocked to know that what actually makes this gift even to function is tied to love. So in other ways, I cannot be an effective evangelist. I cannot be an effective pastor. I cannot be demonstrate the prophetic gift or the healing gift or raising of the dead and everything if I don't have love. And if I, I don't have love and I raise the dead or I do everything in the sight of God, it's nothing. So even when it comes to the gifts, the exhibits, the usage of the gifts of the spirit to, to, to honor men and to promote the will of God and the grace of God in Christianity or in the body of Christ, we need love. Somebody say love. So do you get the whole thing? So in other words, if love is absent... It creates a serious vacuum. So that is why Bible tells us again. And today I'm going to challenge you. It said that if you said you love me. God says if you said you. You and I. If we say we love God. And hate our brother we are lies. So do you get it now? So if I said I love you. And I want to be with you. Or whatever it is. He's saying that if I said that I love you, are you getting my point? And I don't have that corresponding love, it's a lie. And he said, though I speak with the tongues of men, talking about knowledge, tongues of men, knowledge, tongues, diversities, knowledge. Are you getting my point? Eloquence. You can be an orator. You can be fluent in whatever areas. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, that is being able to speak the language of mysteries, for everybody to clap for you and do everything. But I'm not love. I become a sounding brass or a clenching cymbal. In other words, if I can speak in these things and I don't have love or I don't show love, which is not a passive thing but an active thing, it means that I'm a hypocrite. It means that I'm only making noise. Are there some noise makers in relationships? Oh, come on. Are you here in the house? Are there some makers? In this world, because you are just stalking. but you are not exhibiting. Because remember, I started by telling that you, you cannot give what you don't have. The mango tree gives mango fruits, it doesn't give banana. Have you seen it before? So, even in engrafting, agriculture tells when they put trees together and graft them. When they are produced, you can see that each branch is unique. But it's just that they brought two or three different trees together, an apple and maybe, what do you call it, a mango tree and maybe um, a pear tree together and they've grafted them to grow. So you see the beauty, so you see on the branch here pear, you see apple. But if you check, if you check, the, the fruits that is being produced are being produced from the mango is producing its own fruit. The pear tree is producing its own pear. And so they though they have been engrafted, they are unique in themselves. Because anything God created is what you give out. Hello? So you yourself, you, 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 don't, you don't feel that you deserve to look good. How will you take somebody and dress the person to look good? Hello? You yourself, you don't even feel you need to eat well. How will you marry somebody and expect a person to eat well? You can't do it. And ladies and gentlemen, you see, one of the things we don't want to hear is the truth. We try to be hypocrites and pretend it's all right. But for how long will we cover up with the facade? It's about time we take off the the screen and be real. Love can never be in any marriage or relationship if the couple themselves have not accepted themselves. Forget it. You can't fix it. He said, though I speak with the tongues of men, of angels, but I have not love, I become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And verse 2, he said, and though I have the gift of prophecy, say gift of prophecy. You enter into the church, everybody is praying. God, let me prophesy. Let me do this. Let me do that. Listen to me. For the further you can prophesy, does not mean you know love. Hello. Sometimes you you enter into the church, you see the Joshua's brother and the Joshua's sister. I see this, I see this. Say, Yay! This is the woman I have to marry. God has spoken to me. Ah, I feel the goose pimples. Because she can she can see. And, 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 and I hear people say, when I marry a prayer warrior, I will not have problem in my home. Hey! You marry a prayer machine, but not a love man. He can pray, but he can box you. Oh, are you understand what I'm saying? Because you see, praying is different from boxing you. But when he has the love, the love will restrain him. Love restrains. Love compels. Are you understanding me? So when he he loves himself, he cannot beat himself. So he will not be able to lift up a finger against you. Is that simple like that? He says, "Charlie, it The man can preach, oh! Hey, the way the way the pastor can preach. Me, me, I want to. There are ladies today who have resigned themselves that they are looking for only a pastor to marry. Yeah. It is well with thy soul. Yeah. Amen." don't let the clerical fool you don't let the titles fool you because behind the titles is a personality and that personality God is saying it should be an embodiment of love first before he demonstrates the gifts so it is about the personalities demonstration of the love of God and not the cloud or the garment or the titles he's carrying titles don't marry Get it right. It can be a CEO. It can be a president. It can be a bishop. It can be a a, 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 a what? An archbishop. It can be a prophet. It can be an evangelist. It can be whatever you can title or package the person. It's just a decoration of which you have put something on as a tag. But the reality is the content that is in that container. Because it doesn't matter what nice package or wrapper you have about a thing. It is what you are going to consume. That is more important. But the, the irony is that we don't look at the what we will consume. We are only looking at the wrap. Around the whole thing. It is though I have the gift of prophecy. And understand all mysteries. And all knowledge. And though I have all faith. So that I could remove mountains. But not love. I am nothing.
1: This message continues after the break.
0: From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu, get these life changing, inspirational, and spirit filled books. The Mystery of Greatness at Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Aoudou's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop. is Lagon. Reach us on telephone plus 233 277 250 420 or plus 23 23- Email us rev ismaila at gmail.com. Visit our website icgcislegon.com Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. This morning I'm coming to challenge your theology. You cannot be a half man and think you want somebody to fit into your rib. Adam was complete in everything before Eve came. <laughs> Three, let's go. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor. Charity. I give to people money, whatever. And though I give my body to be burned. But I have not love. It profits me nothing. Love suffers What? Long, in other words, love is not a short journey, it's not a short race, it's a long, long distance race, which means that it needs patience, not quick fix. Amen. You made a thing today, now, and you want to remove the skirts and remove the trousers. And he said, I can't wait to my blood. The way my blood is oozing, I need to. Because if I, it's not love, it's last. Yeah. And you see, we are missing last with love. And that is why we are having a lot of headaches and aches in relationship and marriage today. Love suffers long. If I really love you, I'll be patient for you. I'll be able to wait. Because anything you love, you value. Today, we don't wait. It is no more courtship. It's sexship. And you hear guys saying, if I have to drive the car, why, why shouldn't I test it first? So women have become testing materials. And some women too are now testing the man. The man is not ready. He wants to see how can you fire? Hello? Whether you are really a man, he will tell you. She will tell you. What if I marry and we go into the marriage and he cannot perform? The law allows you. He says that consummation is part of the seal of relationship and marriage. So when you marry by law and you go into the marriage and the man is not able to perform and it is diagnosed that is impotent, you have the right to walk out. The marriage has not been consummated. But as a believer. If you want to still stay with it, you can stay with it by your faith and pray and believe God because God can also put fire in it. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly. Far above what we ask or think of him. Am I preaching to somebody here? Amen. So you can endure. You can stay in. And believe God, and believe in me, God will send back the electricity power, will begin to flow, and all the lights will come up. But if you are not, He says that, yes, by law, consummation has not, so you have the right. Love suffers long and is kind. See the way that is kind. Love does not envy. There are men and women in relationship today, they are envy one another. The man is envious of the wife. The wife is envious of the man. When the man is rising up, the woman's heart. Shh. When the woman is rising up, the man too, the man realizes that me, I'm not going. My wife is going. Then you realize that some of the quarrels in the house is not a quarrel. It's envy. I'm telling you. Envy. The guy comes into your life and tells you, stop, I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to do that. It's not because he's telling you, don't do this, don't do that, because he loves you because he feels that if you educate yourself too much you create problems for him tomorrow he can't stand your qualifications and your titles envy envy husband and wife envious of each other even children in the family are envious of each other amen he said love does not envy Love does not parade itself. In other words, love does not show off. I did it for him. I did it for her. If I didn't marry you from your family, will you people even have had a name? I put my name on you and now you have a name. Hey, who told you that is what is love? Can I preach to you? Yes. That is not love. You hear somebody saying a man can tell or a woman can tell the husband or, the, or the, the man can tell the wife that, listen to me, when I was marrying you, your family, what were you people even eating? If I didn't give you food, you wouldn't have even eaten anything good. I became a savior of your family. Oh yeah. If I didn't clothe you today, you two, you know how to dress. But it says love does not parade itself. It's not popped up. Unboast too. Love doesn't boast. Does not behave rudely. Does not behave what? He doesn't open his mouth and talk to you anywhere because the truth is. Can I ask a question? Can you? I'm talking about the marriage shoe still. I've not digressed. That's the title of my message: The Marriage Shoe. Can you look at yourself honestly in a mirror? You. And tell yourself, look at how ugly your face is. Have you ever done that before? Look, even if you are fearfully and wonderfully made, you stand before the mirror and say, ah, that is the best of me. So it means that by love, your partner becomes your mirror. You see yourself in your partner. Your partner sees himself or herself in you. So the way you describe yourself is how you describe your partner. Simple. It's as simple as that. So if you look at your man's face, either your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your husband or your wife, and look at, he said, "Look at your face. Your face is like chimpanzee." Simple. What it means is that you have to upgrade chimpanzee to gorilla. It means that if he or she is chimpanzee, then you are a gorilla because you are the master, you are the head. Because light poles attract. And if by love, that woman or that husband is your reflection, so if he is there you are a gorilla. <laughs> if we begin to understand some of this about love we'll be charitable enough with the words we use against each other because what you call your husband that is who you are what you call your wife that is who you are am I preaching somebody he said "I does not seek its own it's not provoked things not evil he said, Pastor, what is it? I've been married by the grace of God for um, 16 years now. I've not gone far. But even my best man is sitting in church here. You can ask, you can tell me, When you were, even where we were, when I say where we were, when we have not known the Lord as our Lord, our personal Savior, and we can do all the bad things at school, He can tell you, you will never see me raise a hand against a girl of mine or insult that lady or use an abusive word. You can never get it. Because you know why? I accept myself. I love me, me, me. So because I love me, I extend the same love of me to my sweet wife. Don't you quarrel? We are, yeah, we we'll quarrel. It's a lie. Look, if it's a lie for someone to you, you will marry and you know, have misunderstanding. No matter how I'm preaching, you will have misunderstandings. Yeah. Don't let us fool ourselves. Let's be real. Because anger is part of man. Because God, who created his image, gets angry. So don't let us pretend. But he says that in our anger, we should not sin. So we get angry. We argue. We we'll talk about issues. But I will never raise my voice to insult her. It's as simple as that. Because I would not expect her to, and she would also not use the same thing. For all the years in married she would never raise her voice to insult me. But we get angry because it is natural. A man of God was preaching. He said, A man of God came and told him that ever since he got married, he has never quarreled with his wife before. Then he met a man of God's uh, spiritual father. And he said, Your son told me that ever since they married Now he said, Oh, forget it. Even yesterday, I settled the quarrel. Are you being blessed this morning? So don't let everybody deceive us. He that does not behave really, does not seek its own. It's not provoked. Thinks no evil. Six, quickly, let's run through. Do not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. And he says, but when that which is perfect has come, and what is perfect? Love. Say love. love. Then that which is in part will be done away. And he said, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, and I stood as a child, I taught as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. I'll tell someone to put, put away childish things. Love is for matured people and not for children. For now we see in the mirror dimly, but then face to face, now I know in part, but then I shall know just as also I'm known. And that is a, And now abideth what? Faith. Say faith. Hope. Say hope. hope. Love. Say love. love. He said these three. But the greatest of these is what? Love. So it is good to have faith. No problem. It's good to hope. For all the miracles you are looking for. But he said the greatest gift is love. So ladies and gentlemen. If the greatest gift is love. And I don't have love. How can I tell somebody I love you? There are people today who have been abused. They were abused either sexually, they were abused either verbally, they were abused either psychologically or emotionally. They have very bad image of themselves and everything and they didn't have the, the, the right therapy in terms of counseling and psychological help and emotional help and all that. And they think that when I get a man in my life, Or a woman in my life. It will help me to deal with the problem. It's a lie. Hello? I say it's what? It's a lie. And there are a lot of... There are many wounded people already. And they've entered into relationships and marriages. So it's creating a whole lot of suspicion. And challenges in the relationship. Because... The people already in it are broken. And they did not mend their pains and heal themselves before they got together. Because they thought that the only way of escape to deal with my emotional crash or psychological stress or the things I am going through is that I will get someone to love me. To help me forget my pain. To help me forget my stress. Ladies and gentlemen, it's an error. No man can love you to forget those emotional stress, psychological pain, that the brokenness of your personal self. That is why Jesus came in to save us. That when we receive him, it becomes a therapy to heal our emotional self. So once you have healed yourself psychologically, emotionally, and you are sound within, you cannot be in a position to love. All the confusion in relationships and marriages by extension to children and frustrations at workplace and everything as a result is that we ourselves are broken. We are broken people who have not fixed ourselves and we are yet going to take a responsibility in addition. So it has become a compounded problem. Because we are expecting someone to love us. And the person is forcing to love us. But because the person is also trying to love us, because we don't love ourselves, it doesn't matter how the person tries to love us, we will not appreciate that love. So there is a lot of in relationships where people don't appreciate the love. You buy them nice gift and they don't even see it. You take them out and they don't get it. You, you can cut your head and put in a plate and they cannot appreciate it. It is not that they hate you. It's not that they don't love you. The truth of the matter is that they are broken within and they are filled in their responsibility as a person first to fix their errors before they can extend. Because what you don't have, you can't give. You can't give. That is why when the good Samaritan met a man that was wounded by the roadside in the book of Luke, he didn't just carry him to an inn. He poured in the wine, he poured in the oil. He healed the wounds of the man first so that there would not be an infection before he took him to an inn to be treated. When he was treated and was disturbed, now he can engage society. In the same way, you will see people who were in relationship and they got uh, 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 all kind of betrayals and everything and they got broken from within. Instead of taking time to nurse their emotional injury, the next time they will jump on board with another man. And, and they think that the man really loves them and cares. No. He might love you genuinely. I don't have a problem. But you see, you are vulnerable at that time. So it might not really be the man you really love. But you just did a sympathetic company. So he became a, 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 a sympathetic company for you at that time. And took you out. And there are some people, they want to get out of a relationship. They don't know what to do. So they would rather look at another man. And and then and then the man helps them to, to let go of their marriage or their distance. So they have channeled their hope into that man. And then they come out now. The man then realizes that I do not really love you. And that challenge or that relationship becomes an abused relationship. This morning, as I'm talking to you on the marriage issue, I just want to submit to you. Don't derive love out of someone when you yourself, you don't love yourself. It can never work. Hello? Because no matter what the person will do, you will not appreciate it. Even if you appreciate it, you become a slave to the person's love. There are people who have become slaves to people's love because they have seen the people as their messiah if this person should walk out of my life today i am dead because he, he i own the person so much that i cannot let go and the person is seeing you as a burden can you free yourself tell somebody free yourself, free yourself. tell a person free yourself. free yourself and sometimes we cover up with work So the more I work, I forget. Listen to me. It is just like a drunkard. I don't know about you. But once upon a time, some of us drank before. I'm confessing to you. Not when I'm a pastor. I'm talking about when I was in the world. The Lord has saved us. And the Lord has dealt well with us. Sometimes you think you are troubled and you go and drink and to forget your sorrow. At that moment, you'll be good. I am free. When you go and sleep. At the midnight hour. Between one and three. Oh, I dare some people want to confess with me. The good old days. Two major things happen to you. You start nagging. Your stomach will be looking for food. That is why you go to the kitchen looking for everything in the way. And once you are looking for it, the thing you drank to forget begins to play. And then you sleep on the bed. The gun says, which we call the, you know when you, you are roofing a house, you put the the woods before you put the roof on it. That is what we call a in gun. Amen. That is when you lift up and begin to... You didn't know the number of the wood. But this time you will know the total number. <laughs> so what am I saying? You can't cover up the truth. The truth will always show up. So it's better you nest nurse the injury once and for all. And move on. So you can't cover... The, the troubles in your marriage with work. You can't cover it with friends at a drinking bar. Whether you drank what or not, you will still remember the issue. It's important to confront it. Be yourself. Be real. Sometimes we pretend the thing doesn't exist. But the thing is existing. Why don't you deal with it and be free? Because you see, in other words, a tree that you don't deal with will one day destroy your life.
1: Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Egon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastegon.com or email to yawetempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 57 or 57 You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7am to 10am. On Tuesdays at 6:30 pm to 8:30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service and Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 pm for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. And my Lord with you. I
0: know I'm covered. No greater power.